Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like an interior design show, crazy on the inside. Today on the show, we're talking a little bit about external validation and what that means for really the different perspectives. You know, um, we talk a little bit about like kind of caring and not caring about other people's opinions, which is pretty par for the course with a lot of things that we talk about on this show. But at the end of the uh, end of it, we start talking about kind of the positives of seeking some semblance of external validation or external assistance when it comes to working through your mental health and working through some issues that you have going on and seeking support from family and friends. And I mean, actively seeking, I mean, like asking someone to have coffee with you, asking someone to sit and listen with you, asking someone to ask you questions, asking someone to be there and be aware of your mental illness and being aware of what's going on in your, in your head and in your life so that they can be there for you or asking your friends on Facebook to leave some love and gift form. Um, or, you know, instead of just throwing a random braggadocious thing out there and hoping people like it, like literally asking for support. Uh, I think this is what this is about. So um really excited because it kind of got like a little bit deep and emotional at the end there. And uh, it's not something I do very often, but I'm certainly at the lower end of my spectrum. So I really appreciate when you guys love shows like these, because this is just me being as open and honest. This is literally me cutting myself open and spilling my guts everywhere. So, um, but this is why I do this show. And, you know, it's therapy for me, but it's also hopefully helpful and important for you guys to take into your lives because we're all experiencing different things and we need the tools necessary to just kind of get over some of those simple default mental tics that we have that we're born into and uh, that we're trying to adapt to in society. And, um, I just, I'm simply here to say that even as people who are dealing with mental health issues that we can do better. And I believe that we can do better and you can do better. And, um, um, you know, I'm always here as a podcast host to support you in the best way that I can. Your friends and family are, you just, sometimes you just got to ask for it. So we're going to talk all about that on today's episode of dopamine about external validation. Let's go. Drums, All right. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, I, I just want to give a quick teaser that I had my first discussion about this uh, big summit that I'm going to be a part of in the beginning of November. And uh, I don't know that I can say specifically where it's going to be yet and all of that stuff, but it's uh, it's going to be an online thing. There's an all access pass and all that good stuff. I'm just kind of waiting for the affiliate link and giving you the opportunity to sign up before I give you all of the full details. I'm going to be talking about brand branding and all that good stuff. So it's going to be pretty awesome in a similar format to this podcast, but also with a mix of, um, you know, doing a keynote presentation and all of that stuff. So it's going to be a little bit more buttoned up than I usually do. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about external validation and, um, how it's a bit of a complicated thing and how in today's world, there is a lot of fight, um, towards, you know, towards the need or desire for external validation. And I really want to talk about it from kind of two different angles is like why it's a good thing and why it's a bad thing. Essentially. I think, I think we, I guess we can start with the bad is like a lot of people take external validation as, uh, an, an excuse 
to or a reason to not necessarily do the things that they want to do in life, right? Like we're very much concerned with like other people's opinions of ourselves, our parents, what our family wants, what our friend wa- friends want. And, um, you know, especially when it comes to like mental health and such, um, we can often feel like a burden to the people in our lives and we don't address our own needs and fears and desires because of that feeling. And it can be really frustrating to actually uh, uh, pursue the dreams that we want. And um, I think within us naturally and often dormantly, we have a very natural innate desire to be selfish. And I've talked about in the past how this word selfish is something that is um, inherently seen as a bad word, but I, I don't think it is at all. It's something that is, is within us. And I think tempering that selfishness. So they're not, we're not just like steamrolling uh, through life and, and totally ruining lives or for the sake of what we want is important. But also we go so far in the other direction that we just kind of forget that we are a person that has needs. We have wants, we have desires, and it's important to keep those things into consideration. So um, when I talk about seeking external validation, it's really about, um, you know, trying to find ways to validate yourself in the best way that you can. Uh, You know, having conversations with yourself. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but some people can do that. Um, People talk about that in like courses all the time and masterminds on Facebook. Entrepreneurs who are working with each other and talking about these concepts are typically helping each other get out of um, uh, sort of default headspace. And I think that's part of what this discussion is, is like helping and to understand that um, this desire, this natural need to make other people happy is kind of a base level kind of human thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, if like you're the type of person that like really thrives on that and it helps you grow as a person, that's a good thing. But there have been plenty of people who need to focus on themselves a little bit more and um, say no more and set boundaries and keep them from keep themselves from going crazy. Uh, It's kind of a big deal (laughs) to, um, uh, to, to come to this realization that you are a person that has your own individual sort of feelings and emotions and rights in life. And I think a lot of that stems from when we're younger, you know, our parents, um, and we do the same to our kids. We can sort of treat our kids as an extension of ourselves. Uh, a bit subconsciously. And, you know, in a lot of ways they are genetically, they're an an extension, but ego wise, they are their own person and they're going to grow and develop to be their own person. And I think a lot of parents feel like they have a say or a stake in their child's destiny. And really the only stake that a parent has in their child's destiny is making sure that they're alive (laughs) and that they do the things that they want to do and that they have uh, opportunities and um, both uh, occupational career opportunities, mating opportunities to extend the bloodline and for uh, other people to respect them and appreciate them. But often, you know, we get in the way as parents and try to convince our children to do the things that we want to do or go for the opportunities that we would have given, you know, the, our, the age of our children or something like that. Like, Oh, you've got all these opportunities. You should totally go do this. Um, it's always a loud truck. 
um, so at the end of the day, it's that, you know, the negative side is, is typically, you know, it makes you, it kind of creates a sense of anxiety when you're so worried about other people's opinions all the time, when you're really concerned with making sure that you're not ruffling feathers. And a lot of that has to do with like being willing to work through conflict. Uh, I think conflict is uncomfortable for the majority of people, especially as a default. And the default logic seems to be that if I avoid it, then everything will just go away. And that's typically never the case. Um, you know, we have to learn ways to just kind of talk about stuff and be real about it. And um, sometimes that means adjusting and adapting to certain aspects of, of society and, and to our family unit. You know, you can't be so uh, against everything all the time. You can't be such a contrarian every single second of the day um, with your family and friends, because then you're just going to kind of get ostracized and kicked out. But it's also at the same time, we have to remember that modern society is not like an exile type of society, at least in America, at least in a lot of well-developed countries, this sort of feeling of, um, you know, if I don't fit in, I'm going to be kicked out and then I'm going to lose all of my resources and I'm not going to have access to, um, you know, being a person and, and all of that stuff is, um, you know, that's just like old school thinking. It's very old school, like primitive old school to assume that we would get kicked out of uh, society by just wanting to be ourselves and wanting to like deviate a little bit. It's a little bit ridiculous, honestly. So um, external validation is also a means for us to just kind of feel good internally. It's not necessarily about, um, you know, fitting in or not. It can sometimes just simply be a lack of self-confidence and you're sort of relying on external validation. I think there are positives to external validation, um, which we'll talk about in the second half here. Um, but most of the negatives are about just kind of like codependence. You know, you might be relying on your partner or your family to tell you good things about yourself, to tell you that you're worthy of something or you're not. Um, and, you know, having someone else dictate your emotional value, um, that's certainly not important because what are you going to do if like, you know, some, you know, imagine yourself in a scenario where your family is no longer in your life. Can you still sustain or create a sense of validation and worthiness within yourself? Is it something that you practice and do every single day? And certainly, I think that is something that you can start working on if you're having trouble with that. If you're always seeking opinions, positive perspectives of other people is to start practicing creating this voice inside your head that will kind of create this sense of validation for you. Um, I talked about a few weeks ago, this concept of the three you's thinking about your past, present and future self. And if you can't talk to yourself in a way that feels like not crazy, you can certainly try to use this framework of thinking about your past self as a different version of yourself. You're sort of externalizing yourself and thinking about how your past self is someone that, hey, they made the decisions that they made based on the circumstances that they were given. And your present self has to forgive that past self because they were only doing the best that they could. And if you're harboring resentment for your past self, then you're not going to be able to move forward and set up, set yourself up for potential opportunities for your future self. So it's, um, it's actually a really simple concept. Um, but if you're so stuck on this idea of external validation, let the external validation be versions of yourself. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about some of the positives of external validation. Cause I don't think that gets enough, um, airtime.
in, in terms of uh, personal development. Man, the the neighborhood, I tell you, it's always so quiet until like I start recording and everyone's just like, oh, he's recording everybody mow their lawns and drive fast and vacuum things. <laughs> Do it all. You know, it's a bit silly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the positive of, of external validation, because like how you can get to a place where you're giving yourself enough love and um, sort of certainly believing your uh, you know, how you feel about yourself and your worthiness and your talent and your skill and your uh, ability to connect with people and um, do good work and, and all of that stuff and, and create opportunities for yourself. There is a point where like you can exhaust yourself of that if you're the only one doing it. And I've experienced this and, and, you know, through a discussion that Molly and had, I had recently, um, you know, it kind of came to, I came to that realization that every once in a while, I seek external validation because I can only do it for myself for so long. Um, you know, Molly does it for me and that's amazing, but there's something about the variety of individuals, different people in your life, um, showing a sense of appreciation or support that really gives you a bit of a boost, especially when you're dealing with mental health issues. And I'm kind of like on the lower end of my cycle right now that um, it's, you know, naturally throughout the day, I'm, fighting off negative external things that are always trying to come towards me, setting boundaries, all of that stuff. Um, and that takes a degree of strength and fortitude to be able to continue to do that and not let any of those words creep into your head and ruminate and create a sense of uh, negativity and create a downward spiral as it were. Um, and essentially being able to, to do that for yourself is, is ultimately a good thing, but there just comes a time where you just kind of break down, you burn out, you just can't keep up. And typically for me, that's when I'm in this lower state of being. So um, for me, that that's, that's a time I start to recognize that. And I will still kind of control the message though. I'm not going to ask someone to just like, tell me I'm great because I still know that I'm great. <laughs> I know that I'm a good podcast host. I know that I have, I'm a talented designer. I know that I am, skilled and worthy and have all of the things, but yeah, I get frustrated with like the money situation these days. I get frustrated with that and, and attach it to my identity and it doesn't feel good. You know, it starts to seep in and like kind of take over me like a symbiote and it doesn't feel good. So sometimes I need someone on the outside, some people, some friends on the outside to like kind of rip that off of me so that I can regain my strength. Right. Cause like, you know, you can only do so much yourself and, um, which is absolutely true. So while I do everything that I can to encourage independence and, um, autonomy on this podcast and to like do everything that you can to like nurture yourself and, and take care of yourself and take personal responsibility, there's a reason that you have a support system and, uh, the, you know, they're, they're ones that need to like kind of see you and be aware of when you need help and be there for when you need help, when you ask for help, because they're not going to necessarily jump at your side when you, uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> My microphone's getting all weird. Um, <clears throat> we're going to fix that. Um, so, you know, your friends and family are not necessarily just going to inherently know when something's wrong. You know, I've had plenty of times where I've been in a low state and someone's like, Oh, you look fine. <laughs> and that's not, uh, you know, that's just not true. <laughs> so it can be a challenge to feel like you, 
you know, the, the strength that you have can go into asking for that help for that, that not necessarily validation. So maybe that's not, not the best thing to name this podcast, but I'll do it anyway. But it's like, you know, just saying that everything will be okay. You know, every once in a while, it's nice to just kind of hear that, you know, it's a bit of a, sometimes it's, you know, again, I talked about like faux affirmations and stuff like that too, but every once in a while, it's just nice to hear like, yeah, everything's, you got this, you know, just a, just encouragement, you know, you're running, you're doing this, like uh, this triathlon or something, and you're getting really far into it and it's getting harder and harder. And then like, you just feel hands pulling you and grabbing you and you're trudging through the mud. And sometimes just hearing someone saying like, you're the best, you can do this. You got this uh, because you've exhausted your reserves of being able to do that for yourself. And, and just getting that little boost is helpful. You know, it's like, it's just a little something. And I, again, like, I think that's the importance of recognizing that it's not something that you rely on, but it's almost like an energy drink. It's like a, like a shot, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, an energy drink shot, not like an alcohol shot. That's a downer. Um, but something that can give you just like a boost of energy, um, a sugar high almost. And just like, yes, I can do this. I got this. And just something that will get you to the next thing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, what I want to avoid is like any talk of any kind of external substances, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you should take drugs or do anything that's going to be an upper. I'm saying like have the support system, cultivate the support system. Cause like the point of all this is to cultivate a support system so that when the time comes that you need someone to got you to have your back and you, you can request that from your family and friends, like they'll be there for you. And I think that's the important thing too, is like you can request that you have every right. You are worth the ability you are worth the you're worth the validation that comes from asking. So you have the means to ask you have, you know, they're your friends, they're your family, they're going to be there for you, they can tell you good things. They don't necessarily and you know, just like listen. And even if it's something like, again, where you know yourself, and you know, you're not going to take compliments, well, maybe to give them a prompt. That's what I did yesterday on Facebook. I was like, it's been a tough month. I'm struggling. Um, I feel like that there's a fire around me and I'm trying to push through and I'm trying to be optimistic and I'm trying not to give up, but I just kind of need to hear it from other people that everything will be okay. <laughs> and, uh, in gift form and everybody posted a bunch of gifts and you know, it feels good. It makes you, it just kind of reminds you when you're in this pit of internal mental despair, that there are people rooting for you. Uh, and when you need them, they will be there. You know, it's not necessarily their job to just see you. I think that's one of the arguments that, that comes up with um, like celebrity suicides or talking about suicide and mental health is this assumption that your family and friends need to be talking about mental health all of the time. If they're not experiencing it, they're not going to be like babying you and seeing you for that. So you have to, again, take personal responsibility, even though this is about external validation, there is a personal responsibility element to it where you have to recognize that this is something you need and you need to ask for it. Or if you need to have coffee with a friend, you need to ask for it. You know, uh, as much as they are friends to you, as much as they care for you and they support you and love you, they still have their lives and they're doing things. And you might not be in their peer, their view, their peripheral, your perf, uh, their peripheral vision, peripheral vision. <laughs> um, 
you know, um, um, all the time. So you have to make it known. You have to ask for help. You have to be willing to say something. And um, a lot of lives can be saved, honestly, from people being able to be willing to ask for help. And I, I think, again, not asking for help comes from the fear, fear of judgment, fear of the assumption that you might get ostracized for having mental health issues or being kicked out or because you're struggling that um, you're going to be valued as less of a person. And I'm here to tell you that that's not at all true. That is, that is false. That is, um, that is a terrible assumption, especially about your family and friends and people closest to you. I know that there are going to sometimes be struggles and you're going to come across people sometimes that will, um, give you a hard time for feeling a certain way, or they might not fully understand it and give, give you bad advice. But again, it's important that you set the boundaries and you're in control. You know, you go have coffee with someone and you say, Hey, I, I just need to talk for a little bit. Is that okay? Can you, I mean, I, I kind of just, I don't really want advice. I just kind of want to talk about it. It'd be really cool if you ask me questions. Um, but Sometimes, you know, people give advice that isn't really helpful. And I really just want to be able to work through a topic with someone and just being real and being honest and being forthright is going to get you a way more enriching conversation with someone. And they're going to be there and they're going to be listening to you because they love you. They care for you. They're a person in your lives that is that they see you when they see you. And, you know, there are things going, going on inside our heads that like people can't read our minds. We don't, and they can't always read our faces either. That's something that I struggle with. I can't read faces very well. I can't tell when someone's struggling from depression and depression doesn't produce a face like sadness does. The depression doesn't produce a face like happiness. You know, depression is, is a mimic depression will pretend to be something else because that is why and how it can infest in yourself itself into your life is by mimicking other emotions to have other people see you as someone that is healthy and not worthy or not needing any additional support or help because you're not actually asking for it either. So be willing to put yourself out there. If you want some form of external validation, if you're a little bit tired of having to like push through and lift yourself up all the time, it is really nice to get that external validation. I've been fighting this fight of mental illness for 20 plus years. And uh, since I was a kid and it's a struggle to do it every day, it's really hard. Every time that depression comes in, it feels like I'm experiencing it again for the first time. And it feels like every time could be the last time. And it's that scary. And I'm still working on it every single time. I'm working on the ability to continue to be open, even though I'm talking about it on the show all of the time, I'm still talking into a microphone into the ether. I don't know you guys. And I wish you guys would actually reach out to me a little bit more. I'm going to be honest. I would love <clears throat> people to tell me a little bit more about like what they're getting out of this show. And if it's something that's working for them, <clears throat> not that like the future of this show is predicated on that, but it's just nice. It's nice to know that I'm doing this for a reason. And every once in a while that happens, I get reviews. Sometimes I get people that reach out every once in a while, but I would love more. Um, <clears throat> I was going through a hard time yesterday and I asked for help. I asked for someone to just tell me everything's okay. Uh, you know, the conversations I've been having with people in different Facebook groups have been like supportive and they try to give love and validation every chance they get. And I love and appreciate that so much. And I need to continue to work on expressing that as well. So I can continue to get that. Um, 
but it's important to let people know what it is that you're going through and be honest and be real and be forthright because nobody knows. They don't know. You can't see it on the outside. You know, that's why everybody's so surprised when a celebrity commits suicide. Cause it's like, Oh man, they were like rich and famous and they were doing all these cool things on camera. And like, they didn't look like they were suicidal at all. And it's like, no, I very rarely does anyone who's about to commit suicide actually look like they're about to commit suicide other than standing at the edge of a bridge. So like just take time as the person who is experiencing this to accept the responsibility of having to reach out. No one's going to give you that extra. You can't be special and expect any kind of special love or treatment that is beyond the treatment that a normal friend would give to another friend. If you're not expressing the special needs of your circumstances, you've got to be real about that. So, okay. This episode got a little heavy, but this is the real stuff. This is really what I'm going through right now too. Um, I know a lot of people are going through this. I know this is important for people and for you dealing with any kind of mental illness. And even if it's like anxiety, generalized depression, um, ADHD, ADD, any kind of special need that you have, it doesn't make you feel any lesser of a person. Um, I think we're going to talk about that in another episode about like the association with mental health and uh, disability making you feel like lesser of a person. I think that's a problem that a lot of people have. They feel the shame of having mental illness and it's a real part of life. And there's aspects of it that are like a superpower. It's like a sensitive tuning fork. You know, my mania is like this incredible force that I wish I could harness in a positive way. Right. It just feels extra sensory. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> You know, there's just something about it that feels like we're X-Men. You know, I talked about it with uh, on the interview with Dr. Jennifer Barr, which I would love to have her on again at some point. Um, <clears throat> and we talked about that notion of like bipolar people feeling like we're kind of like the X-Men <laughs> and have, you know, an evolution of, of human genes and behavior. Because it's kind of what it is. But we'll talk about that more in another episode. Um, so I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we're still kind of working through the end of September. Um if you're listening to the show, which it should be the 26th when you're listening to this, tomorrow is my birthday, the 27th. So bring your A game, <laughs> showing some love. Uh, we're doing really well in the numbers this month. So I'm really excited. I think we're definitely going to have a record month this month with 9,000 listeners. And then um, <clears throat> uh, October, I'm going to be, again, pushing this summit that I'm going to be a part of that I'm really, really excited about. It's going to be for a major Facebook group that has like 20,000 listeners, um, 20,000 viewers. So it's really, really exciting. Um, so I'll give you more details on that as we go along. So if you want to subscribe to the show, show some love or leave a financial donation. Just a reminder, if you leave financial donations, that means I can do less sponsors. So if the sponsors annoy you, leave a donation. <laughs> That'll help. Um, so leave a donation at dopamine.life, or you can subscribe to the show on your favorite platform. Leave a, a rating and review that'll help spread the word about the show. I absolutely appreciate it. Share your favorite episode. You can certainly go back into our back catalog. There are a lot of episodes that are hopefully evergreen, 
evergreen and uh, will stand the test of mental health time. Uh, feel free to leave a message or on Anchor or hit me up at Let's Go C Notes on all the social channels, or you can hit us up at Dopamine Podcasts on Instagram. Uh, you can check out my courses at cnote.media, uh, download things and, and enjoy them and listen to them and all right, I'm going to go eat some food because I'm getting delirious. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.